Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The easiest to grow quickly, and you can use it as a flywheel on the other channels, is stories inside Instagram because you can create an interactive story post, like a poll or ask a question or this or that. And when you do an Instagram story post like that, it then tells Instagram, this is something people are interested in. I'm gonna share it with more people. And it puts your stories at the top of that person's Instagram page, which makes you more likely to be clicked on and engaged with it. Welcome to Think Business with Tyler, sharing our methods and strategies for success. Join in on our conversations with business owners as we highlight their triumphs and detail how they overcame the challenges they faced while continuing to grow and scale their business. It's time to think life, think success, and think business with your host, Tyler Martin. Hello, and welcome to another transformative episode. I'm your host, Tyler Martin. Get ready to redefine scaling with the sensational Kim Walsh Phillips, who went from 32 clients to a massive 11,000 clients in just one year. In this knowledge-filled episode, we're diving deep into the secrets of business simplification, the magic of webinars, the potential of AI tools, and the undeniable power of authenticity. The journey to scalable success starts now. Hi, Kim. Welcome to the Think Business with Tyler podcast show. How are you doing today? I am so good. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. I'd love to just start out with, maybe you could share a little bit about what you do professionally and then a little bit about yourself. I would love to. Okay. So what I do professionally is I take really awesome, amazing humans who have super cool businesses, but rely upon word of mouth and referral in order to grow. And I empower them to take control of the growth of their business by turning on the power of digital marketing and scalable systems that let them grow their company while they sleep. That's awesome. How did you get into something like this? Is this something that you did with your own business first? I did. I had a marketing agency and we grew organically for a long time based on referrals and word of mouth. So I was super used to that. And then and when my first daughter was born, I couldn't do that anymore. And we struggled because I was trying to take time off. And I knew I needed to create a system that would allow us to scale. And when I successfully grew that system, I started getting offers for people to buy my company. And I went from struggling to a multi-million dollar firm that I was able to exit from. And when I sold my agency, I said, oh my gosh, this is the thing I wanted to help everybody with is how the heck did we scale this and how can they do it too? So that's what we work with people on. 
I love that. Now, I do want to ask you a little bit about the exit itself. What was that experience like? Was it stressful? Did it just all fall into place? I always love asking this. Uh, I've gone through a couple myself, and I'm just always curious, like, what was the emotional ride like? I really knew I should have sold my company a long time ago. I was getting this little God whisper of like, you should get rid of this. You should focus on a bigger audience, a bigger message. And I was so scared because we had recurring revenue from clients. And when I finally said, like, I was actually in church one day, it was a crazy long story. I won't go through, but I had Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper in a video, basically speaking to me the same words I had just written in my journal, which was like, there's a bigger plan for you. It's time to let go of what you know for what for the unknown that's much bigger. And when I finally did that, I got three offers that week for my firm. And uh, within 90 days, we closed. So it was wow. very, very short. Yes, it was crazy. And I hadn't told anyone that was happening because, of course, with clients, you don't want people leaving before the sale. And at the time, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank had just become a client of mine. And we had him, I was in a conversation with him and I was with a, a group of other entrepreneurs and I couldn't tell him I was about to sell my company. But he, I said, if you were going to sell, what's something that people wouldn't think of doing that you would have them put in the agreement? And he said, if you are being paid partially based on future sales, require that an accredited accounting firm is the one who sends you the report on profit and loss because they won't risk their reputation to give you false numbers. And I was such a great tip that he gave me. That was great. I put that in. We closed within 90 days, literally like the very dramatic moment of we signed the final DocuSign at 11.30 p.m. on New Year's Eve. That was so crazy. And then 26 days later on my birthday, January 25th, 2018, I had the wire come in giving me that huge payday of an exit on the same day, my husband told me we were moving. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like it was my birthday. I got a wire. I found my whole life was being up leveled again. And I was like, nothing, nothing's ever just chill. But that's pretty much what the whole process has been like 22 years of running the agency until we sold it. Wow. That's a lot in one day. A lot of big events there to deal with. Yeah. 90 days is incredible. That's a fast timeline. So short. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. But and the, it was an agency that bought us that did what we did, but for LinkedIn and we did it for Facebook uh, and we knew each other. So it was very kismet. And I didn't even have to put in hours after in the new firm because I built the system for generating leads and sales that allowed me to just sell it and walk away, which was amazing. Wow. That's a testament for creating processes and systems and getting yourself out of the, the weeds of the business. I love that story. With that feeling of when you got the big check and you actually sold something you created, was that just like a euphoric type feeling? So good. It was so good. And I had always, from years of scarcity, been someone who was super paranoid and checked the bank account like multiple times a day, every day, always. Sure. And I was like, we don't need to do that right now. Like, we're good. And so much of that, actually, which is so funny, one of my merchant service companies froze some of our money for a short period of time. And I didn't even notice for a few weeks because I was obsessively checking my account. We got all that back in the end. But yeah, it was really awesome. I took my um, whole team, 17 staff members on a on a three-day cruise with them and their families to thank them. And uh, I took the rest of the money and put it all into buying leads for my new company because we knew how to monetize them. And that was great. That is awesome. Which brings us now to kind of shifting gears. I want to talk about, let's, you know, doing some research about you. One thing that I read is that you did some type of cold traffic campaign where you generated $2.73 million. 
Can you talk about that? Like what channel were you using? Maybe some methodologies and you, you know what you're willing to share in terms of your approach? Because that sounds awesome. Yeah. When I had the agency, the way that we scaled was that I created a webinar and on the webinar, I offered two options to work with us. One was a do-it-yourself course. The other was to become a client. And I took that model when we started our coaching business and I just offered the course, not the coaching. I mean, not the consulting. And uh, in our world, it would be a cold Facebook ad, Instagram post, or LinkedIn outreach. It would drive you into a webinar. The webinar would offer a course you could buy for $14.97. The course comes with a ticket to a virtual workshop. On the virtual workshop, we make an invitation to join our coaching program, which is $14.97 a month. And the course pays for all of our media, which allows us to scale. And in one year, we went from the 32 clients I had at my marketing agency to 11,000 customers inside our business, which was amazing, uh, just using this one model. And for me, the whole thing is like, I am so passionate about sharing with people the secret to success is not adding more stuff. It's not adding more services or more products and making your business more complicated. It's actually simplifying this profit model and creating one really, really good funnel that sells for you all the time that you can just love on your people, spend most of your time working with them and very little time having to do lead gen or selling because it's doing being done for you automatically. So when you say one very good funnel, what comes yeah. through my head? like immediately. How does someone know when they have a very good funnel? Because usually when people start out, like their funnel isn't really performing very well and they're not sure if they're doing the right thing. Are they targeting the right people? What are some steps there to get to that very good funnel? It's a webinar. So you want to make sure the webinar is performing. So the webinar should be giving you at least a 15% close rate when you're doing it live and a 10% close rate when it's in, in webinar, like automated. And you start, do your first one with people you already know and, or like you cold outreach to via LinkedIn. So you're not doing any advertising the first time you do the webinar because you don't want to test ads and a webinar at the same time. So you do the webinar first, make sure you get a high enough number. Once you know it's converting, then you start running Facebook ads to it. And then you're going to take people from Facebook and Instagram into the webinar and you want to make sure that you're still staying at about that 10 to 15% close rate. And then, you know, you have a working funnel. So now we're going to take We're going to just focus on sources of traffic. Could we advertise on podcasts? Could we do a YouTube channel? Do I want to speak on other people's stages? I'm not going to constantly look at adding more stuff. I'm just adding more sources of really good leads into the one campaign I'm already doing. What would you, in terms of uh, someone starting out or, or getting into this area and they're trying to grow their business, so now they have this webinar, it's a good webinar, it's performing, but now they're looking for traffic sources or sources of, of for lead generation to the webinar. What are kind of the things people should start off? Is it Facebook groups? Is it LinkedIn messaging? What makes most sense if you're just kind of starting out to build that audience? The really wonderful thing is that we can duplicate what we're already doing and turn it into content. So if we take that webinar we can go to a resource called video.ai and it will slice and dice that webinar into social media content. And then we take those little mini videos, we upload them to social. And then on Facebook and Instagram, if people watch that video, they're put into a small audience that we can then retarget. So now you're creating warm contacts, you're building interest, creating buzz with people that you can go back to them and ask them to opt in later on. And they already know you, they're already interested in it because they were watching that video. And it's a very simple system. And then you take those same 
concepts in the webinar. And that's what you go and talk about on people's podcasts. You have those bolted out for yourself. That's what you use to write a long form post in LinkedIn. And the other nice thing is we can take those individual videos and we can go to a resource called StreamYard and we can schedule those videos to show up live for us each week. And and when with one post, one video, we can go live on LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook groups, uh, YouTube, Twitter, all at the same time. So we're not having to create a bunch of different content. We create this one webinar and we can use it to reach all of our audiences all at once. Wow, very cool. And so when you're doing these webinars, is there a certain, in terms of the actual content of them, do you look for a certain style? Are you trying to solve problems? Are you trying to create more of just kind of like, uh, not necessarily your secret sauce, but very top level points. What would you recommend? Let's say someone like me, business coach, I'm going to do a webinar. What would be, can, maybe you could walk me through this if you're okay. What are some things that I would do if I was going to make an effective webinar to create? You want to share all of your knowledge and completely overwhelm them. <laughs> okay. So the goal of the webinar is to show them the opportunity that exists if they say yes to you at the end of the webinar. The purpose of the webinar is not to teach them all the things because if we try to teach on a webinar, we are doing a disservice to our viewer. If we believe we need to teach on a webinar, that means we desire that person to like us more than we desire how we can serve them. Because we know we cannot give them all the answers in a 60-minute webinar. It's impossible. So what our job is, is to make them want it so bad that at the end of the webinar, they're like, yes, give me that next thing so I can actually get the results I'm going for. And the way you do that is you create whatever it is that you're doing into this simple step process. So I like to make it into whatever your expertise are, into a four-step process. And that four-step process is turned into an acronym. Like for me, my acronym is FAST. Focus on your right fit client, get authority, celebrity, and expert status, switch yourself out of your business, and turn your first sale into many. And for each one of those letters, I give them an example of it working with one of my clients. And at the end of my webinar, say, and if you want this too, this is how you can get it. So you're telling them you're attracting people based on what they want. You create this acronym to create this uh, four-step approach, and then you make the call to action at the end to take the next step with you. If you're a business owner feeling stuck in your business, overwhelmed, responsible for everything that happens, and working long hours, Tyler helps his clients develop processes, hire high-performing team members, and better understand their financial metrics and numbers to allow for a more predictable, less hands-on business. To schedule a free, no-pressure consultation, head to thinktyler.com and click the meeting button. Tyler would love to see if he can help you work on your business, not in your business. Schedule a consultation today at thinktyler.com. Think life, think success, think business. So you're telling them you're attracting people based on what they want. You create this acronym to create this a four-step approach, and then you make the call to action at the end to take the next step with you. Okay. That seems pretty clear. You know, I'm going to switch gears, but kind of stay on the same spot. Where does AI to you fit in on this? Like um, in terms of like generating content and ads and maybe even a webinar, what's your thoughts around that? So I look at AI as my swipe file. Okay. I have done that for so long that I've been researching, screenshotting, have a swipe and deploy file. You know, things that I see that are good. I can just go to 
I just go to ChatGPT or to Bard when I'm starting a new project and say, okay, write me landing page copy for XYZ thing. I'm still going to go and tweak the crap out of it. Like, cause I'm not going to go with what it's got, but I never have to start from a blank page. I've never started from a blank page on anything I've done before. So I always will go to swipe file, but now I don't have to do that. I can just go to ChatGPT and I can get my answer and I'll utilize it that way. I've also used it for its brilliance. I did something like this. I took, we taught a class on how to have a best-selling pop or a top ranked podcast. And I shared with ChatGPT, here's my intro from my podcast, turn it into a template I can use with my students. So we can also create templates. I also use it for something like who are seven podcasters in my niche that I should reach out to for getting on their show, having it research, things like that. So I basically think of it as my marketing intern. I'm never going to take what it says as the final product, but I am going to allow it to save me time to get to the finish line. Yeah. I love that. I love the way you articulate that. Hey, in terms of engagement on social media, are there any tips or tricks that we can do to improve our engagement? So get more interaction. There is only going to be interaction if you have recently had engagement with people on your page. Now I know that sounds ridiculous because how can you have interaction with people on your page with they're not interacting because they're not going to see it, but they're not going to see it. So if your page has been dead, do not try to just start doing things to make interaction happen because it's not going to work. You're typically going to have to pay to promote the post to your followers in order for them to see it. But once you start that algorithm wheel going and they start engaging, they'll start seeing your content more. The easiest to grow quickly, and you can use it as a flywheel on the other channels, is stories inside Instagram because you can create an interactive story post, like a poll or ask a question or this or that. And when you do an Instagram story post like that, it then tells Instagram, this is something people are interested in. I'm going to share it with more people. And it puts your stories at the top of that person's Instagram page, which makes you more likely to be clicked on and engaged with. It's why when you see people viewing your story, it's always the same people. That's because who Instagram's feeding you to. Now, the other thing that you can do for, there's two other kinds of high engagement posts that can help to boost it. One is a carousel post on Instagram. This is where you have multiple images and people have to scroll through because when people scroll on your Instagram post, Instagram sees it as high engagement. So more people will come to it. And the second one is Facebook Lives. They do much better than Instagram Lives. Facebook Lives are another place where you can have a distribution greater than your viewership. You can also boost the Facebook Live video when you're done so you could reach more people. So if I'm trying to grow my engagement, that's what I would do. What about platforms? You mentioned Instagram and Facebook. Where does LinkedIn or maybe like a TikTok, if you had a preference, is there any way of where you steer people where to go? I have TikTok ranked pretty low, honestly, because it is so volatile and we don't know when it's going to disappear. But I mean, I do have clients that are making good money from TikTok, but I'm not a TikTok expert. We utilize Facebook and Instagram's advertising platform, and I use LinkedIn and automated messaging every day on all three platforms. I do not use LinkedIn paid advertising. We have, it doesn't have the same ROI as Facebook and Instagram, but the automated messaging is amazing. And we utilize that every day. And when you say automated messaging, do you mean you just literally just queue up your, your, what do you mean automated messaging? Maybe I should ask that. We use software that lets us go in and message people on a daily basis. Got it. So like, for example, I have an upcoming workshop in New York city 
in a couple of weeks. And I have an email going out to everybody in my LinkedIn contacts. It's about uh, being a in-demand speaker. And I went to everyone who's in my contacts who already has a book because that's a good audience for me. And I did a search. They're in my network. They already have a book. They are in the New York metro area. And then I have a message going out to them right now saying, I know it's a long shot, but Justin Guarini from American Idol and I'm having a half day workshop in New York City for the in-demand speakers bootcamp. Any chance you want to join us? And that message is just going to everybody and people are saying back. So this person just said, sounds like fun. What do you want me to speak on? Or what am I speaking on? You can just, you can call me. So like literally I send the message out. I start getting leads in. It's amazing. I mean, I set this up one hour ago and I already have three people in my inbox right now saying, yes, I want to come send me more details. So cool. cool. Wow. That's cool. Switching gears, Justin. So you and Justin do a podcast together. How did you guys connect? How does he mix into this in terms of like, you know, lead generation and, and develop growing your business? I wouldn't generally think of him. I think of him more like a singer. Just curious how that all worked out. Yeah, it's it's uh, super weird. I've also gotten this niche of I have a lot of reality television clients that we work with, which is awesome. And I met him via the audio app Clubhouse during the pandemic when we were all locked down in March of 2021. He and I interacted. We just clicked instantly because we're both theater geeks and marketing nerds. And I invited him to MC one of our events. We totally hit it off. We created a business together that we do this, these speaker boot camps, create a podcast together, and now we're great friends. So it was that was great. So yeah, he's a great client. We work together on a lot of our celebrity clients. What he does is performance coaching. So I write the speech for people based on their marketing strategy, and he coaches them on the performance of their talk. He also works on confidence and their charisma. So that was amazing. I have uh, Glenn Shepard from Below Deck as a client of mine. I work with Molly Hunter from 90 Day Fiance, Von Zell Williams from American Idol. I really do not know how this niche has happened, but it's been amazing. And I love working with all those celebrities. That is so cool. That sounds like a pretty uh, power couple you guys have going on because I could totally see him on the speaking side. I mean, he's really fun to listen to. And obviously your skill set, it's a good complement with each other. Yeah. And we laugh a lot, which is a lot of fun. And we have a, <laughs> on our podcast, we have a, that's what she said button. So if that tells you anything of how our show rolls, that's how we roll. <laughs> I got to be honest. If I had some inappropriate smiles at certain times, I had listened <laughs> to your show and you said a few <laughs> things. And it was like in my ear going, that's what she said. That's what she said. So I, <laughs> I, I was holding back. I was trying not to say anything. That's funny. It's, it, it's, it's cool that you have that on the show. I think that was uh, on The Office back in the day. And my Yeah, friend, I did a lot of Office memes. I send Justin one of those at least once a week. <laughs> yeah, me and my friends used to, when I, I used to have my, my second business, we used to always joke around uh, every other word. It seemed like we used to say that. So uh, <laughs> anyway, so hey, before I wrap up, I, I always have one question I'd like to end with. Do you have a, a business or a life tip, something you have learned along your journey that you could share with us? You are not an accident. You were created on purpose with a purpose. And the quicker you could stop trying to be like everybody else and start being like you is the faster you unlock your unique competitive advantage. Because there are people who want to work with you, even if you literally say word for word exactly what someone else is saying, until you say it, they're not going to hear it. And so stop trying to figure out what everyone else is doing and start going deeper into when you feel most alive. Because when you can share those moments with your audience, incredible things happen. 
I love that. Powerful. Hey, so you've got, I'll put this in the show notes at thinktyler.com. You've got two websites. One is your podcast at scalefastpodcast.com. One more time, yeah. scalefastpodcast.com. And then your main website is, uh, your other main website is powerfulprofessionals.com. So both of those I'll put in there. If people wanted to reach out to you, is there anywhere else you'd want them to go? Yeah, I have three names on purpose because I'm the only one who does. So Kim Walsh Phillips, if you look me up that way, you'll find me. You find me on any platform or on Amazon with my books or my website, whatever's easiest for you. Yeah, and I you know, apologize. Just real quickly before we wrap up, you have the book, The Shift. You recently uh, released it. Can you share a little bit about that? What is, uh, just summarize it for us. The Shift walks you along a little bit of that story. I shared how I scaled the company by automating our process and building out this lead generation funnel. But then it's a, that's a storybook, but it's also a playbook. I show you how to do it. And it's a workbook that I walk you through exercises so you can get it done. So it literally is a step-by-step blueprint to creating a system that allows you to scale your business, multiply your wealth without sacrificing you. Yeah, I didn't have a chance to read the whole thing yet. I did definitely get all the way past through the lead generation chapter. And I really loved oh, you. Chapter get, six, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big and you one. had several examples, like real examples where you like say, Hey, plug in this word or plug in this word. It's just really got my brain going. So it's a good book, really good, good quality book. Well, if you enjoyed our podcast, you'll like the audiobook because Justin interviews me for it basically. So it's our banter in that book. So you'll enjoy that. It's on audible. I love it. Okay. Well, Hey, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate you being a guest. Love to have you again when you get your next book or next thing coming up. Hope you'd consider it. I love it. Thanks, Kim. Thank you for having me. You're such a great interviewer. Thanks. Have a great one. That's all for this episode of Think Business with Tyler. But we have plenty more resources to help you in your pursuit of business excellence on our website at thinktyler.com. If you'd like to be featured in a future episode of the show, feel free to reach out to us on social media at think underscore Tyler. We look forward to helping you think life, think success, and think business. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.